0: Welcome to Inside America's Minds, a series of original podcasts created and hosted by clinical psychologist, Dr. Jody J. DeLuca. Inside America's Minds features fascinating conversations with everyday people like you and me and their extraordinary experiences. Join us for this thought-provoking episode on Inside America's Minds.
1: Welcome to Inside America's Minds for another exciting episode. Today I have with me Anthony and Stacy Locasio. Did I pronounce that right, guys? Yeah. Yes. Now, are you guys in New York? We are yeah. in New York. We're yeah. in New York. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. So Anthony and Stacy, you're internationally renowned tap dancers with Tap Life Company in New York. Uh, You are the founders of Loca Foods and we're going to get into that as well. Anthony, like you just said, you're a native New Yorker. You've been a dance teacher for over 25 years. There's also involvement with the Broadway Dance Studio. You're the artistic director for the Tap Life Company. Am Am I doing okay so far?
2: Yes, I think I think you talk about Broadway Dance Center in New York City, which is a famous dance studio that okay. exists out there. I've I've gotten to teach there and steps in some place in New York, in Manhattan. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And you were the first American to get a standing role in the international hit show Tap Dogs. What year was that?
2: 97. That was 97. I'm number 34 on a list of only 84 people who exist in the world
1: oh my gosh
2: to do that show to, to do that, do show, that yeah. show
1: now yeah. was that on broadway or where did that take place
2: no that was off broadway at the now defunct union square theater oh uh, which gosh. is right down in right down in union square
1: wow i love the new york accent okay what new york
2: accent
1: <laughs> i gotta say so you were also uh opening the act for natalie cole stevie wonder Earth, Wind, and Fire—one of my all-time favorite groups. Okay, guest appearances on the Regis and Kathy show, Good Day New York, MTV, and more. Over twenty years on the convention circuit as a competition judge. Stacy, originally from Kansas City, I am. Okay, which state? Kansas. Kansas
3: City, Kansas. Yep. How do you like New York? Oh, um, I left home when i was 18. Um, okay i I toured for about four or five years and then i moved to chicago um and i lived there for about 14 years and then i moved to new york wonderful
1: and you (laughs) are the company manager for tap life company Mm -hmm. you've toured internationally with sesame
3: street live what was Mm -hmm. that like it was amazing it was really my college years Um, So that's, I left the day after high school graduation to do a regional theater show in Pennsylvania. I did a show called 42nd Street, which is like Uh one of my favorites because it's got a lot of tap dancing in it. Um, (laughs) And then while I was there, um, I had just auditioned for Sesame Street the previous February and they called me and I was home for like two weeks. And then I went on Uh tour for 10 months when I was 18. It was great. And you haven't stopped since.
1: Yeah, so- not really. I mean, I
3: basically came out of the womb dancing, and <laughs> I've never really it. done anything else. Uh, um, a few things here and there, but that's that's my I, that's my life. <laughs> So you've trained extensively with
1: numerous teachers in New York, Chicago, like you said, Uh, over 25 years yourself of teaching experience in the dance studio, you don't, you look like you're 10. Okay. Well, we had a
3: teacher (laughs) training program at my dance studio when I was growing up. So I started in that program when I was 14.
1: But Here you are, these well-known professional tap dancers, and then you merge your dancing careers with health lifestyle changes through nutrition and subsequently evolving into these notably published book authors as well, which we're going to get to, that you made the shift toward a better healthy lifestyle because of health issues that ultimately were jeopardizing your overall well-being and careers. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask what were the health issues did they involve both of you and are you comfortable talking about it
3: yeah of yeah. course we're comfortable yeah.
2: that's
1: okay it's, it's what well, we've been doing now. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, okay. <laughs> um,
2: okay. i mean do you would you like to talk about what happened to you first sure sure want,
3: yeah um because so- i
2: say you first because she was on her journey when we met and it was because of how deep she was into her journey that she was able to help me which ultimately led us to wanting to really be able to help so many other people so that's why i think that it makes sense that if she tells you about her story first
3: sure um okay i mean i say i came out of the womb dancing i also came out of the womb uh in a highly reactive state um i when i was first fed formula i broke out in hives and um was diagnosed with mast cell disorder What is that? Um, I'm not
1: familiar with that. I had
3: excess histamine in my body and it reacted to the milk protein and gave me hives. Basically, it's an autoimmune reaction. Um, It's just basically your body attacking a vulnerable part of itself because it was attacking this foreign invader. And at the same time, it attacked your body and not just the foreign invader. So that's basically what an autoimmune disorder is. Well, most of the time when you're a baby or young and you have an autoimmune issue, it tends to go dormant. You grow out of it, quote unquote. It's still there, it's in your DNA, it's in your, you know, but it's not in the forefront. I did always have issues with dairy, but usually it was like excessive dairy. Like if I had, dairy for breakfast, dairy for lunch, dairy for dinner, you know, and then tried to have dairy for dessert as well, then I usually had a problem. It was uh, here and there. It wasn't usually always an issue, but I feel like I always had dietary things happening to me my whole life. My mom and my grandma loved to hop on every new trend like margarine versus butter um slim fast you know you name it they tried it and so did i
2: highly marketable
3: Uh, yeah yeah for sure (laughs) well you know as as women i think we're brought up to oh what's the newest diet trend okay i got to try that oh what's the newest fad okay i got to try that because there are very few of us who are just who naturally get it figured out Mm -hmm. right so we're always doing something to be healthier or what we're told is healthier, even though it's really ultimately not. Um, So it was dormant for many years. And then I got a bacteria in my throat after being on vacation. And I was prescribed an antibiotic that later in my research, I found out was known to bring out dormant autoimmune disorders. So it it's like many other autoimmune uh, disorders
1: or even any other genetic predisposition, something in the environment at a certain stage is a trigger. And then right. what was dormant becomes very
3: active. Yes. So, and in uh, my case, I really do believe it was the antibiotic. Um, just based on my personal research, I can't, prove it well um but it's that's part of the side effect, I
2: it's as a side effect. Yeah. so i mean there's,
3: there's a list of antibiotics that are known to bring out dormant autoimmune disorders okay anyone can do their own research and find them out so <laughs> what, were, what was the symptomology
1: what were the manifestations that once mm-hmm. this happened that's pretty
3: scary so i was getting um sores in my mucosal membranes in like like canker-like sores, um, and really, if you, if you if oh you think about it, anywhere where there's a mucosal membrane, so ear, nose, it. throat, and other areas of the
1: body, even correct, even genitalia, correct. Oh wow! So of course,
3: I was misdiagnosed <laughs> with, and I was married previously at the time, and I knew that that wasn't the case. Um, so when they tested me for it and it came back negative, I was like told you um okay uh, you know and and that led me to uh i went to planned parenthood because i didn't know right and then they did all kinds of tests and she came to me and she said we don't know how to help you you need to see a rheumatologist so i found a rheumatologist thankfully she was not from this country so she was the first one who she tested me and she put me on regular Western medications. However, she did say to me, you should try the blood type diet. Um, so that that was my first real foray, I think, into you know changing my mm-hmm. diet in order to affect the exact health thing that was happening to me at the moment, not just weight loss or not just you know a specific allergy or something like that like it was it was really the first time i had been introduced to that idea just two options and i would imagine that
1: what you were experiencing affected your mobility and dance and just everyday it did. activity it did in i life. was
3: doing i was doing lots of theater and okay, okay. i got to the point where i was using um, liquid magnesium um, on a cotton ball and I would rub it on my joints because they it was oh, so wow. painful. In doing my own research, I am a research fiend, okay. I guess you could say. <laughs> um I like to know things for myself and I like to read okay. them and understand them for myself through what i'm reading i'll take people's advice and i'll take what they say that they learned from research but then typically i'll go and research it myself just it tends to land better it tends to stick better i remember yeah i remember it better that way um so it i learned about diagnoses for autoimmune disorders and how Mm -hmm. some have definitive tests and others don't they just have a list of symptoms that if you check them off you get diagnosed with them whether you may have them or not if you have one you probably have multiple um after that so i was diagnosed with lupus and c Onca vasculitis, which okay. is small vessel vasculitis right. so all of the small blood vessels that affect your organs um were wow. getting inflamed basically that's how my body was attacking itself so how about uh, anthony
1: yeah. uh, What? health conditions did you have i mean that that's a lot for stacy to handle
2: yeah so um i had just left new york we just finished the show in this in the city we went to la we were out there for a couple of weeks about three weeks into it um i woke up pain in my the abdomen and mm-hmm. had a bowel movement that was very very upsetting to say okay. the least. it was very loose um and it was a lot of blood
1: Oh wow, not was, good. No, not I was good.
2: 26, just signed a big contract away from you my family. You were
1: 26 years old at the time. Yeah,
2: I was 26 okay. at the time. Just signed mm-hmm. this big contract and then it this, this, the whole experience spanned 20 years before I actually found food was going to help me because I've went to I went to doctors, they don't know what's wrong. We don't know why you're bleeding. Mm, still never
3: a diagnosis.
2: Still never diagnosis. No,
3: ulcerative colitis.
1: Well, that's what we like that. that's what
2: we think it is between Stacy myself and my okay. nutritionist. But I've never actually have that diagnosed. What about irritable bowel
1: syndrome? Did that? I'm I'm
2: more interested in solutions than I am in naming what's going on. Like so, finding the solution was really what what made me happy and stopped my search for a diagnosis. But it was really it was the it was blood pain in my abdomen and I gained a lot of weight and I didn't look like I was fat. I looked like I was swollen. I looked like I was stung by a bee and I blew up. So when when that started happening, and that happened later in the process, when that started happening, it became tough at a dance and you don't look good on screen, right? And I also Uh, have stuff that happens to my skin. Sometimes, I don't know if you could see it in the camera, but sometimes my skin behaves poorly because of something I've eaten typically like uh soy. um, Okay. Like that, yeah.
1: So you said something um, uh, in a Fox News interview. Uh, I believe it was you, Anthony, who said, to find success, you may have to go through a lot of failures. (laughs) Don't let these define you. With regards to lifestyle changes, quote, unquote, Anthony, it's not about what happens to you. It's how you react and deal with what happens to you that can set you up for success or failure. And we're going to get into your, your lifestyle and your book and your upcoming book. But in this interview and in your book, you talk about lifestyle, dietary changes, cheat day, step back day, the myths. It's a common misconception that gluten-free, dairy-free, corn-free, or soy-free food isn't going to taste good. So I want to hand it over to you at that point. (laughs) that's a lot to unpack (laughs) yeah well break it down well you said something
2: you said something earlier and was really important to me about me being italian that means i grew up in the kitchen and i grew up around around a lot of really good food right and there was one thing when i decided that i was going to eat this way that was a constant for me was it's going to be delicious if it's not delicious we're going to have a problem (laughs) <laughs> and we just made things delicious another thing is uh, related to that conversation is so many people concentrate I can't eat this I can't eat this I can't eat that everything that I love has been taken away from me that's the, right. Of the fears right yeah. especially if you're Italian and you think you can't have pasta anymore or yeah, if you have some bread. sort of Mexican descent and you can't yeah. afford yeah. anymore so you know there's a lot of things that happen with the mindset here first thing I, I remind a lot of people we remind a lot of people is don't concentrate on what you cannot eat concentrate on what you can eat okay. and you know in the book we one of the first things that we both do is we list everything that we can eat because we tell you what we can eat but we also want to tell you what we can eat so when you find out what you can't eat don't focus on that focus on the things that are on the list that you can that becomes your new grocery list
1: so and this is a great introduction until the first book into yeah, the yeah. first book So give us the name. And and I kind of of went a little off. Yeah. I have the name of it here, but tell us about that book. And that's available also on Amazon, but it was everything that the both of you experienced, which led you as again, tap dancers, well known into the field of good nutrition, of healthy nutrition. So the name of the book
2: is food as a prescription. and it really is just a collection of all our favorite tips and tricks and our own stories and some of our failures and And how we learned successful how we learned
3: really to make food our prescription you know that's how we kind of came upon that title was we realized that was what it was we were using food as our prescriptions right you know we would turn to certain foods we, would, we eliminated a lot of inflammatory foods. So okay. that's basically, we don't need anti-inflammatories or things like that. We just changed our food. So now that became our prescription. A
1: nutrition book, and yet you talk about success and failures, not right. giving up.
0: You have mindset. to go
1: through the mindset. Good, and especially with nutrition and even diets. There's such yes. a high rate of turnover, but failure,
2: yeah.
1: And but you focus on the success. So talk about yeah. that.
2: Yeah. You know, you said some of the things before, even my father said earlier today, I offered him some chips and he said, oh, are they healthy? Like the way you eat healthy? I'm like, dad, it's not that I necessarily eat healthy. I'm just very aware of what I eat. And I know there's certain ingredients that my body doesn't like. So I've eliminated, eliminated them from my diet. I'm not on a diet that's coming to an end, which starts a cyclical problem of mm-hmm. losing weight, gaining weight, changing the thing, fixing the yeah. thing, letting it okay. break again. It's my diet. It's my everyday diet. Yeah. Uh, when okay. you start looking at it, like with this different frame of mind, you start having a different relationship to it. And when you have a different relationship to it, you learn things about yourself. When you learn just things just about yourself,
1: again. you become empowered. Pretty- but say that again.
2: Say you want me again. to say that again? I don't oh, know if no. I can.
1: <laughs> I know. I ask a lot of questions, and I have people okay. repeat themselves. Everyone, think- rewind
3: it and play it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's because you do the relationship we have with food. Yeah, is critical to our well-being, not only physically but even psychologically and emotionally. So yeah. what the, both of you are saying is to switch up from the traditional trends of dieting don't yeah. focus in on what you shouldn't eat or what you can't eat but no,
3: we, what you can we yeah. talk about if you eat a certain food and it makes you feel poorly yeah why would you want to eat that food no That's, matter whether it gives you temporary joy or not it's not about the joy, it's about how it makes you feel and about what it does to your body from the inside out. And I personally don't want to feel like I feel when I eat certain foods. So that was sort of the mindset that I had to get into. I had to start looking at those particular foods as poison for my body because they're tempting. I wanted them and I wanted them a lot give us examples of what it was that you wanted cheeseburger with real bread and real cheese and pickles that have crazy dyes in them. And like, just, you know, the food in America, I mean, let's be honest, is not the best. It's really not. And I just saw a post on Facebook, maybe today, maybe yesterday about the foods um how they're packaged and the ingredients in the united states versus how they're, they're packaged, packaged and ingredients. the ingredients in europe or mm-hmm. other countries and other countries don't allow high fructose corn syrup other countries don't allow really crappy die artificial dyes in their foods they just don't it's a law and they prevent them from getting into their population if people want to start on the journey to a better way of eating and
1: health, how do they start? And, and you talk about <laughs> healing yourselves, giving yourself grace, giving yourself forgiveness. So how do they start?
2: Uh, you know, you could start with just one thing at a time. I mean, okay. my journey really before I met Stacy, my journey kind of started a little bit. I was, um, prescribed a lot of medications. I was, um, diagnosed bipolar adhd at one point okay and i I, and i had a lot of medication i was on like this they they feel like i had the super medications all the time and at one point i was done i had quit smoking cigarettes and i was like the medications are hurting me more than i feel like they're helping me at this point they have to go
1: anthony talk a little bit more about the bipolar disorder what what foods what what if you can recall what triggered either the depression or the mania and
2: well i got you know it, I, if there's any one culprit or the first thing that i discovered was high fructose corn syrup mm-hmm. and it was amazing to me when i just started reading things how many items mm-hmm. have high fructose corn syrup so, so in many. a day you don't really know how much of it you're consuming mm-hmm. and i realized that once i started reading and taking that one thing out of my diet that i noticed a difference in myself and it was the first time that I realized that changing my food could drastically change my life and my everyday experience. So I took that out and saw a difference in myself and it, it, it helped me, it helped me drastically.
1: So when was the moment that the two of you looked at each other, that snapshot in time and <laughs> said, oh my gosh, this is what we've been through this this is what changes we have made that we know have been beneficial. We need to write a book. We need to tell other people about it. We need to help other people. When do you
3: remember Stacy uh, well, when that happened? Yeah, I, we have, we had been seeing a lot of people on Facebook in different groups. Um we were in a lot of like gluten-free or um autoimmune groups, or different things like that on Facebook. And almost every day, there was multiple posts from multiple different walks of life of people Mm. posting about themselves, a relative, a friend, how they were diagnosed with maybe celiac, or told that Mm. dairy was um, an allergy for them, or soy, or corn. And we found ourselves just writing the same response all the time. Mm. And then we kind of when it when it came time for one of those, I don't know how many we were in. We were in a lot at that point. <laughs> I um, bet, yeah. And, yeah. And finally we just kind of went, We need to write a book about this because you can't hardly address every single thing that needs to be addressed in a Facebook comment. Yeah. You and just honestly,
2: can't. And, and and that that was it's a little different for me too, because yeah. I, for years, people suggested that I should write a book about something pertaining to my life and things like that. And I'll tell you, when Stacy and I first got together, I watched from an insider's perspective what her experiences were like between her and the rest of society with her dealing with, chain, with her dietary issues and other people not understanding, like going out to dinner and stuff like that. So we started, I started to develop these little things to help. You know, being a dance teacher, I just want to help and love and care and share what's in here with other people, right? So eventually I made her like a business card with her food allergies and stuff on it that she could just hand to people when she went out. And I think realizing that we could put a collection together of thoughts and ideas into like a handbook thing just became, it just kind of grew like this energy grew like we have to do this. We have to do this. We have to do this. And then before I knew it, we we did it.
1: (laughs) And, and, you know, I have to say at this point, as a couple, because I'm watching you, that's that's what I do, right? Yeah. And you are very connected. You're very bonded. You're on the same page. When and where did you meet?
3: (laughs) We met um, through dancing.
0: Okay.
3: Um, But we met really in um a group on facebook that's for dance teachers and that was our first interaction um and then we decided to the the founder of that group decided that she wanted to get people together in person um so we we
2: met wanted to get people together in person and i suggested it to her
1: well okay there you (laughs) go how long and you're both blushing i love it how long ago was that 2014,
2: 2014.
1: 2014. So Stacey, when you first met Anthony in Mm -hmm. the flesh, what did you think, what did you feel? You look at this guy, you've been communicating Um, on Facebook.
3: I thought that New York was sending me a message that I needed to be there. That's what I thought.
2: Okay. It came to her in the form of this native Italian with this accent all up and with this face.
1: (laughs) When you first set eyes on Stacy, right there in the flesh, what did you think? What did you feel?
2: You know, you know, she knows exactly what I'm going to say. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember nothing. I am. I have a very difficult memory. I do remember that. She
3: remembers big picture. I do remember
2: that her and I danced together that weekend and worked on some of my material. Yeah. Uh, I did. I do remember that we purposely wanted to see each other and spend time hanging out with each other. And I do remember we had a conversation in a car. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And we had a conversation (laughs) in a car. I remember those things.
1: So, what about the attraction, though? I mean, there's the the intellectual, the emotional, the physical. When did you know the light bulb go off, and you guys are like, "Yeah,
2: life I experience. Like him.
1: I like her.
2: Huh? Life, life, life experience is a big deal to me, and I, I got to experience a lot of life in a short period of time. Okay. which affected the rest of my life and will affect my life moving forward which wow. i have a lot of appreciation for i've had a whole career and lifetime and i'm about to step in a whole different career and <laughs> lifetime and who knows what will happen before it's all said okay. and done and i completely forgot my point
3: <laughs> no that's okay <laughs> you were going to say i had um also similar life experience oh like yes them.
2: so the life experience thing like <laughs> she was on tour before you know having I mean, you don't get a lot of straight white male tap dancers that are like Roman (laughs) here. You know, so there's a lot of people who don't understand me or or can't relate to me and don't get it. She's a tap dancer. She's a very good tap dancer. She's probably a better tap dancer than me in a lot of aspects and ways, right? So we vibed on that level. We vibed on the ability that we're both dance teachers, that how we give ourselves to, you know, people older than us, at us, that just want the knowledge that we have been lucky enough and blessed with to who have achieved and acquire in our lifetimes and to some people that's very 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 expensive valuable valuable information and i certainly don't want to hold it hostage and that's how i started feeling about anything i could offer to myself Mm -hmm. or others and i think she feels similar and having that kind of viewpoint on life kind of i guess puts us in a similar uh frame of mind sometimes
1: so common common experiences common interest Mm. Can yeah. I ask when you realized you were in love and and wanted to be a couple, exclusive? Look or? at the look on her
2: face. I'm <laughs> looking at this like the monitor, just drinking in the look Can of I her face right now. Out? And I'm just gonna see how she answers that.
3: <laughs> I think um, I would say shortly, right around, like right around me moving to New York. Okay. Yeah and and when did you decide to get
1: married
2: (laughs) thanksgiving four years ago three years ago
3: about two and a half years we got married in 2019 yeah right so it was like 2017
2: yeah like maybe oh maybe it was 2018 it was 2018 2018 yeah yeah. i think we we decided on the way home november 2018 after thanksgiving dinner with my family on our way to go visit our friend frank persico who was a brilliant <laughs> singer shout out to frank persico who's a brilliant italian half italian half jewish folkish singer songwriter on a guitar wow the man is brilliant um and he went to the high school performing arts in manhattan and he went to the uh he, he's just, he was playing at the casino he was playing at the casino or night. went to visit him afterwards <laughs> to say hello and we talked about it in the car we were like you know i mean we spent all this time together we've obviously you didn't Go back to Kansas when you had to move out of your apartment in New York. We live together now. I mean, let's, let's, I mean, do you want to get married? Let's get married. And that's kind of like the conversation we had.
1: Okay. So, so together, was, together, you decided together. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let's talk about the book. Okay. Give us the name again. Uh-huh. And, um,
0: Yeah, the- it looks like this.
1: Yeah, there it is. Hold it up. Food as a Prescription, a handbook for those currently on or prescribed a gluten-free, soy-free, corn-free, and or dairy-free diet by Anthony and and Stacey Locascio. Go ahead. And our doctor
2: doctor did the forward for us.
1: Wonderful. And how's the book doing? It's available on Amazon. How's it doing?
2: It's available on Amazon. We did reach bestseller status, but we haven't ended the the first four-month period since it's been released okay. so we don't get our numbers from our publisher until the end of the first four months okay. so in about a week or two i'll be able to answer that yeah. question <laughs> okay. a lot more thoroughly than i can today okay but, no that's i mean,
3: i
1: think yeah, it's pretty
2: good i think it's going pretty good we, we uh, some people present this with some copies to autograph for them this summer while we were on the excellent. road excellent
1: and where are you um, going on the road you know, this summer
2: well, i mean with, the summer
1: is almost yeah. over but yeah. no we're back now can we do the but, states? what yes, states can. you
2: got
3: so jersey which was just a drive-through uh-huh. pennsylvania uh-huh. west virginia kentucky oh Tennessee, arkansas oklahoma texas wow mexico arizona california
2: kansas
3: nevada utah colorado kansas missouri indiana oh my gosh Ohio, wow michigan yeah all over wow 19.
1: oh my gosh and you've got a new book coming out soon all we do is delicious a cookbook for those who are gluten-free soy-free corn-free and sometimes dairy-free tell us about that
2: well you know like i said earlier if it's not delicious it's not going to fly and it (laughs) all like this kind of diet already has people feeling like the stigma stigma of it's not going to be what do you eat air you know you hear that kind of thing all the time so I'm we sure,
1: yeah. put out
2: people find our food delicious we hear it all yeah. the time so we're like all right we need to put these recipes in a collection in a book so that other people who have to eat this way don't have to do all the testing that we did all the you know it was expensive to it's expensive to craft good tasting recipes all new ingredients and materials you haven't worked with your whole life yeah. So instead of letting people do that, that's when I talk about those failures. Mm-hmm. Um, you had read that quote a little bit earlier when you, you know, right. when that that's it. I've had cakes. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've had cakes that I worked like a week on get, working on the rest of the day and then I do the whole thing and I take it out of the oven and I flip it over and it would fall apart and it yeah. was like, oh, ah! <laughs> you know,
1: like, did you give yourself grace and did you have hope to do it again and, and trying yeah. again means eventually you get there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually. Eventually. yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. Hey, so, if there's a message to give to the audience with mm. regards to you know whatever discipline or whatever you do, if you're looking for a better, healthy lifestyle that is enjoyable from a food standpoint, what would that message be? Be, be your, your own, own advocate. advocate. Be your own advocate. Love it. Be your you own, own advocate. You have to take the again. time
2: to find the doctor that is right for you and that you relate to. You have to take the and time foods. to work through the different foods. You have to you know, be your own advocate. If some people some, won't yeah. believe you, we've had family members, not us personally, but we've heard stories of people having family members, not believing them and slipping mm-hmm. gluten into their food.
1: Oh, wow. To
2: prove wow. That, that, that it's in their head, you know? So you have yeah. to be your own advocate. If you know that something doesn't make you feel well, just eliminate it, just take it out. You gotta, you gotta purge it, it's done, it's gotta come out. But if you be your own advocate, you will find a way.
3: And that includes, we we talk about like going out to restaurants, and if you don't feel safe.
2: Yeah, get up and leave.
3: Don't eat yeah. there. Don't not put mean, your like health I'm at risk. I'm
2: getting up up. If you don't you feel Just like,
3: don't put your health at risk. Yeah, don't right.
2: put your health at risk. It's okay because we feel bad if we sat down and we already started a process, right? But sometimes, or not, she felt bad once those six days. We're not being mean. We just we have to get up and leave because. We don't feel safe right now and the last thing we want to do is put our health at risk because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings
1: and and that's a good point and do you notice that most restaurants today have a higher level of awareness with allergies gluten intolerance, dairy sensitivity and intolerance. It's gotten,
2: it's gotten better, yeah. but you have to realize what kind of restaurant you're going to. Yeah. Okay. You, you could go to McDonald's and try to get gluten-free food, but you still might not have a good experience. Okay. Or you could start going, hey, maybe I don't eat out as often, but if I go, I'm gonna go to a farm-to-table restaurant. Because farm-to-table restaurants really know, their servers know what's in the food. They know where their food is coming from. Sometimes they even know what their you know proteins were fed. You know mm-hmm. so just you're gonna to have to think a little bit and we we give you tips in the in the book like how to go okay. out to eat what what questions okay. to ask okay. get somebody's name walk all in be friendly don't too. call when places are busy because it's very difficult for them at that time even yeah. if they want to help you they're, they're very busy you know all these things matter and when you know how to approach it you have a much better experience when you have a better experience mm-hmm. then you you have a better relationship with you know taking care of yourself
1: and like you said being an advocate for yourself yeah yeah that's it okay being accountable for what is your health yeah and your lifestyle so Absolutely. let's talk about moving forward mm-hmm. what you're looking at the new book but let's go ahead if you don't mind saying the titles again where people can get a hold of you your website yeah. go ahead well,
2: the book that's out now is food is a prescription you could go to food dot com to see our website or loka foods inc which is our umbrella company and it does link
3: you to buying the book from our website if you want it's
2: available on bonds and noble it's it's an it's an ebook so all of those things are right there um the next the book coming up next that we're working on now is called all we do is delicious we've actually spent a lot more time We, when you ask about the response earlier we've had we've spent a lot more time with this book than we thought we were going to yeah. and we're loving it so we're, we're slowly rolling out all we do is delicious i'm in the process now I have all the recipes now i'm going to write a little story about it, each recipe nice. and then we'll, we'll move to the next step but ultimately you know we have another year and a half of teaching dance and then we'd really like to look into opening up our own hundred percent gluten-free bakery that oh, is also soy free and corn free and
1: you know, and and, you know providing that
2: service no i we don't i don't i'm i listen i love new york my heart will always i'll always have a place here but i really, we'd really like to go to a place maybe like florida like sarasota serve okay. that community and then eventually build out like our, our we'd have like a little kitchen there so that we could make our rubs and other products so that other people who eat like this find good high quality products on the shelf or you know and on on an amazon.com when they want to buy their own pre-made gluten-free soy-free corn-free and sometimes dairy-free products
1: <laughs> that's wonderful and so yeah. the website
3: again
2: facebook is, email yeah, yeah the yeah. website is food is a yeah talk about the uh, um
3: facebook we're both food as a prescription and loca foods inc mm-hmm. um instagram is loca foods inc Twitter is also loka foods Inc um okay. we kind of when we were starting our social media we kind of went with the parent company so that once we had a whole bunch of different things we didn't have 20 million different yeah. uh and social a, medias and
2: a side note a lot of people know us as tap dancers if you want yeah. to check us if you don't know us as tap dances you'd like to learn more about it you can check us out on YouTube just look up sounds of a tap life it's Sounds one of, of the a shows. Tap
3: Life.
1: Okay. Yeah, Sounds of a
2: Tap Life. It's a show that Stacy and I produced. Wow. In-
3: wow. You can find us there at taplifecompany.com.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Taplifecompany.com. Taplifecompany.com. That's, right. That's it. Anthony Stacy, I want to thank you so much for being on Inside America's Minds. Thank yes, you, for you for having us. Absolutely,
2: yeah. and for providing this. You, yeah, I it's guess. awesome that you provide this kind of platform yeah. to have thank conversations you. like this that people could discover and learn about themselves, yes. and it gives them a way mm-hmm. to. So, thank you so much for it's, doing
1: it. it It truly is a privilege for me, and I look forward to seeing what you're doing in in the future. Yeah. So, thank yes. so, thank you so much, and take care of each other. You're a great couple. Thank, thank, you. Care. thank
2: you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: This is Dr. Jody J. DeLuca signing off. Take good care, America.
0: Thank you for listening to Inside America's Minds. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, Inside America's Minds with Dr. Jody J. DeLuca. The views, information and opinions expressed on the Inside America's Minds podcast series and on any other related social media pages are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent the opinions of any third party. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological, psychiatric or medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay seeking treatment because of something you have heard on Inside America's Minds or have read on any other related social media pages. For emergency situations, be sure to call 911 or go to the nearest emergency department.